Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Chasing 333, or Andriana, and I'm here today to talk about episode 9. We are going to be talking about toxic cycles we continue with people. So most people would say toxic cycles in relationships, partners, friends. This is an all-around kind of podcast um, topic on toxic cycles we continue with people on and on and on and to the point where we'll look at ourselves a month later and think how the fuck did I get myself back into that same cycle again with this friend with this partner why do unemotional people keep clinging on to me why am I fucking like this like why can I not see the red flag straight away and I see them a month later well I'm going to be explaining confirmation bias um, a bit of neuro kind of science into why we actually are wired to do that because you can sit here and you can even tell yourself a million times I will stop this toxic behavior I will stop this toxic behavior but you somehow keep attracting and leaning towards that in friends partners um, workplaces even you know I had this thing where I found I just kept getting attracted to it happens in every workplace but I just got so sick of working with people that would just bitch about each other for example you know, and I'm someone that just hated being a part of that because it's just the person that usually bitches to you about someone is bitching about you too. That's how annoyingly egotistical some people are, you know, and then that was something I was trying to work on, for example, or with most partners, a lot of people will go for unemotional un, 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 un people, unavailable people, but it's not just, I do this, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. It's a pattern. There's a neuroscience behind everything. Okay. Why am I like this? So the first thing we normally, a psychologist likes to do is look straight into your childhood to understand the four styles or the four patterns that most of us have. The main ones being anxious um, avoidant, Um, there's codependent, there's, I can't remember the other two. But the, that also comes from parenting styles. So there's three or four, three main types of parenting styles. There's automotive, there's autocratic, and there's very permissive. So a, a parent that would be very permissive and, and, you know, only show the child love when they do what they want correctly and reward kind of system love will fucking make your child most likely be a very anxious avoidant child or someone who feels like they need reassurance or you stuck in a you know as 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 weird as this might sound it always comes down usually to your childhood your 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 hardwired patterns that you don't realize that are stuck into your subconscious you know um were your parents really strict on you were your parents only loving when it was towards the end where they needed to show love or you know moments of despair like that if you had that issue, it kind of can explain why you maybe need a lot of codependency and reassurance from your friends. You need to constantly talk to them. You get jealous if you see them on Instagram out with other people. Like, what the fuck's Instagram? We'll get into that in a little bit. But people who are very self-centered and don't know why or stuck in a reassurance codependent pattern usually come from a kind of broken broken family or you know some people receive too much attention and that has to continue and stem for them you know um they have to always get attention whether it's whether it's a bad thing whether it's a good thing they always need attention for you to the point where they'll tell you they love you just to get attention and they'll move on to the next person but if you're someone that keeps clinging on to unavailable people like that sorry that what I that's what I was trying to 
talk about a second ago. Um, if you're someone that constantly needs reassurance, you should look at your patterns and understand yourself. But then again, these this is really hard to do alone. So I always say, don't take my advice, advice professionally. I'm not a trained therapist yet. Um, you know, if you have serious issues or if you're, if you, there's something you lack that you really want to work on, I always say, you know, understand yourself as much as you can. You can do so much, but there's nothing better than a fucking trained therapist can be a natural therapist, even someone to talk, a psychologist, someone to talk to that has studied and understands what you're going through. Because we can sit here and write all these ideas and pages out about why we feel like this, why we feel like that. But even understanding and coming to realization of your childhood is just one small fragment to opening the door to a better you. So when when you get stuck in a toxic cycle and and you're ready to heal and stop that that's a step that is really good to take or even just having amazing friends therapy doesn't work for everyone you know just having amazing friends that work for you and can look outside the soccer field and tell you hey this is what's actually happening how are you not seeing these red flags why do you keep going for girls like this or boys like this whatever you like you know um it's it's a, ne- a never-ending cycle, you know, and it, it, some people unfortunately even get stuck into the pattern where people ghost them, and that again I think comes back to the codependency attachment, um, person where they they will do anything to get this person's attention to the point where they'll put themselves lower to the point where they will dismiss red flags so someone will will ghost them for a month and then come back and be like hey i'm so sorry i've just been going through something and you see them on instagram or snapchat whatever you know again this is why i hate social media though because it just creates sometimes assumptions or you know shitty people kind of show you the truth through social media which you don't even need anyway you know um when someone does that to you they say i'm so sorry i haven't seen you in a month and that listen to that sign but you're, you're so you're so you you need that rush of 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 attention of you know give me love because you don't feel it inside whether you admit it or not so you'll do whatever it takes to ignore that but oh that's okay if you need anything to ignore that red flag you know please let me know i'm here for you that's one example of red flags that we miss you know or someone who you know this is what i always say to people don't rush into marriage into relationships people tend to whether they agree with it or not show you the face, the mask you need to see for about two, three months. And then they don't hold it on for long. Some go for up to six. They'll show you that happy side you need to see and then slack off. That's after that six month period, there's even a honeymoon phase phase for relationships, you know, not just marriages. Um, there's that sweet phase. And then you see the, the, like an action potential. You fucking, there's a, um, there's a spike and then it goes down but what you want to see when it goes down is the membrane no you want to see the behavior still this person's still trying it wasn't because they finally got you or they finally got what they wanted you know there's always a push-pull effect with relationships unfortunately false ones and then you see whether they actually like you or not so in order to to kind of unlock the toxic cycle that you feel you're stuck in with relationships, friends, and, you know, I'm not any better myself. I can give the best advice, but I still need to see a therapist. I'm in my third year of psychology, but I need to still see a therapist. You know, it doesn't matter how much you try to study yourself or save yourself. It's very natural to have these feelings, but it's also 
not good when you know you're stuck in a pattern when you when you keep making friends who ghost you when you feel lonely around a group of friends and you just think to yourself why do I keep choosing these people for they they aren't even like me you know examples of that um there's always change don't ever stay stuck in that don't if you're someone who's 20 22 right now don't ignore this then look at yourself at 30 and think what the fuck have I done half of these friends around me don't even care about me unless I'm going out with them etc etc so if you're stuck in a toxic cycle or a fucked up friendship or relationship stop fucking lying to yourself if that person is ignoring you then apologizing but they're still all out and they don't invite you and things like that fucking listen to that sign if someone's cheated on you don't fucking date them again and tell yourself it's okay they won't do what are you doing to yourself that's a toxic cycle you're stuck in you might not see it you might not see it everyone always says this i don't want to fucking turn into my mom i don't want to turn into my dad you might have and you might not realize the behavior patterns because of how you were treated but you don't have to be that you can change but stop giving into red flags always listen to your gut and if you need help with listening to your gut then you can actually now email me at chasing333therapy at gmail.com or hit me up in um, the DMs in at my Instagram, chasing333, and ask whatever questions you like. If you'd like a, a next discussion, I'm going to do a Q&A podcast. So just discuss whatever you like with me, questions, and I'll get a chance to answer you back. Thanks, guys. See you in the next episode.